Welcome back to the Better Than the Books podcast, where our opinion is clearly better than the books. Definitely. Where today we're continuing on what we loved from 2023, our faves. Um, I'm Genevieve. I'm Kim. And I'm Sedona. And I suppose I'll just, we'll just start it off. Yeah, go ahead, Genevieve. Just because we had the first podcast where we chatted a little bit more and now we're we got it out of our system we did essentially we're, we're getting comfortable now yes. yes we might get controversial who knows we'll see Ooh, i love getting controversial i feel like i did get controversial opinions. in episode one though <laughs> <laughs> me hating on one true loves if you haven't listened to episode one you should go back and listen to episode one yes so you can hear all the hot takes well i would say one of my other favorite books was akamoff or a court of mist and fury oh a classic well, I, how I read the series without hearing any spoilers from TikTok is beyond me. What? Yes, I had no idea what so I was getting into. So you went in into. fully blind. Fully blind. Wow. The first book, I had to convince myself to like the main love interest. Um, but I was goes. like, I was like, well, I guess he's average. If this is what people like, then I guess I have to like him too. Kim hasn't read the books yet yes fun fact i have not <gasps> read akatar oh my gosh so okay. we have to keep do you do you know what happens though no okay so we no have to idea. keep this a spoiler free environment okay. go ahead though well i will say akatar a court of thorns and roses um is from what i've heard from people is like pretty mediocre compared to the second book absolutely okay. true and so the second book i might even die for i ate that up i it's 700 pages i got through 80 percent of it and then i was like wait where am i <laughs> and that's when i realized i was like okay i'm ready for this book to start finishing up which i think is appropriate at 80 percent absolutely yes but it took me until 80 percent to realize how far i've got gotten which is quite impressive for a 700 page book um literally loved it i was confused uh the for the most part because sometimes when you start off with one book you're like well is the author just trying to confuse me and just play with my emotions like do i have to mm. stand loyal mm. which uh and then i realized whatever the book was it was mm -hmm. so it it was time for me to make my own opinions is right. essentially what it happened but um definitely recommend get through the first book just so you yes. can read the second one absolutely okay. true and in sedona's case get through the first four yeah. <laughs> so that you can get to a court of silver flames yes. one of the greatest books to ever exist actually i think i read it in 2022 so it can't be in my 2023 wrapped but mm. since we're on the topic i will die for a court of silver flames because i would die for nesta I think that is a little bit controversial because some people really stick by the character that they think she is like throughout the first three books, which mm -hmm. valid, obviously you get through the whole series and then you get to Frost and Starlight, the like novella and you're like, she sucks and she does suck. But I have to say, and if you disagree with me, I'm so sorry, but I think that the arc she takes in Silver Flames is phenomenal i think she is really being pushed to get over some of the stuff that happened in a court of wings and ruin because that book is all about war and and tough things and tough decisions and watching people get hurt and all of that stuff so obviously the lots of ha lots happened in that book the ending is oh, oh my gosh but anyway but when you get to silver flames 
And obviously it starts out with her being terrible and just being sad and feeling sorry for herself. But the way she takes charge of her own self-improvement and self-love, I think is incredible. I think about that book all of the time. I really love the way that her and her two besties in that book decide to take hold of their own like destiny basically Mm -hmm. and they defy all odds oh my goodness if you liked maybe if you liked catching fire where you're watching Cadness just like be so angry and just like stand up for herself and be like I'm gonna survive that is in silver flames to me that like love for yourself and even for the people around you. I guess in Hunger Games, it's kind of her and Peta and like yeah. the other people she becomes friends with. But in Silver Flames with her and her two best friends. Oh my goodness. I just love that book so much. Anyway. <laughs> well, that sounds almost like Carrie Soto. What we were talking yes. about the previous episode. Just kind of a hard character to love. Mm-hmm. Like from first perception. Mm-hmm. That you just... But you realize that they're human too and that they're going through their own improvement. And sometimes it just takes a little bit more time. But that's also an admirable characteristic to have because Mm -hmm. they're able to get through those challenges with more resiliency. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that people hate on the book because it has no plot, which I agree with you. The quote unquote plot that Sarah J. Mass tries to put in that book is so dumb. I, <laughs> I will say that. Like, you don't read that book for the plot. And there are so many spicy scenes in that book. It's very spicy. But I think if you can get through, like, the, pl- the plot, quote unquote, and, like, you're okay with the spice between her and her love interest, who I don't know if that's a spoiler, so I won't say who it is. Yeah, you can. But if you can yeah. get through that, or even honestly just skim it, and you just read it for Nesta and for the person that she becomes. So worth it. So good. She is so cool. So anyway, that's just my defense for her Court of Silver Flames. Which, Kim, you have to read. I Akatar. know. That is on my 2024 TBR. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will have to read that. I don't know how I have it. I know. I'm surprised it you just read hasn't. Fourth Wing before. I know. Me too. That's another topic for <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's an, we could spend a whole podcast episode talking yes. about Fourth Wing and subsequently Iron Flame. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's been sitting on my shelf for a while. You own it. I own it. She's been staring at that book. I have. <laughs> and hasn't read it. And I simply, I just don't gravitate towards it. Well, once you get to the second book, you might be gravita- gravitating towards it quite a bit. Absolutely, okay. Okay. absolutely, and. I think we will just need to hear about every step of the way. Seriously. It is really amazing seeing people's um, kind of journey through the books Mm -hmm. and to see like what they think about everything Mm -hmm. because it really truly is shocking. I did not expect that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I audio booked a court of thorns and roses and a court of mist and fury. So I don't own those two. And I have, and, Mist and Fury obviously is lots of people's favorites, just like Genevieve. But I haven't reread it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I read Wings and Ruin like physical copy and Silver Flames physical copy. So I felt like those books also being you know seven hundred, eight hundred pages. That yeah. I was reading a book. Yeah. I was really reading those two books. So yeah, those you- felt like a little more visceral. I need to get Mist and Fury so I can reread it and relive the magic. It really is, and it's like 
when you read a book so long, you f- really do feel accomplished. Definitely. Me too. That's and how I feel about Harry Potter. Because oh, yes. those yeah. last three books or two books, they're like 800 pages. Oh, yeah. I'm just, Which is fall, shocking it's big. if it's for sixth graders. I know. That is such a good point. <laughs> like, what? She I, was she was just feeling her Wheaties that day. Yeah. That Literally. day as if she wrote all of her <laughs> yeah. in one, one day in that, that napkin year. in that library or wherever she was. She may have. Yeah. Talking about know. Wheaties just reminds me of Simone, Simone Biles and then oh. all the drama that's happening. Oh. We are pro Simone, Simone Biles in this house. Yeah. Yep. How could yes. I not be? Who isn't other than her Honestly. husband? Seriously. Right? I know. We were watching the Packers game the other day, and he came mm-hmm. on the screen, and I go, look, it's Simone Biles' husband. As yes. he is. Because I think last time we saw each other, you, Sedona, you told me his name, and I still forget. Yeah. It starts with a J. Yep. Irrelevant. J names? Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Irrelevant. Oh, okay. Irrelevant. <laughs> other than Genevieve, our most favorite J <laughs> no, name to ever exist. No. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just be the exception. <laughs> you are the exception. Female J names, totally fine. Yes. Oh, yes. Male J names? Trouble. No, thank Trash. you. Yes. Sorry. Trash. <laughs> Speak your truth, Kim. <laughs> I'm more comfortable now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the second episode of the pod. Kim's gonna call people trash <laughs> that she doesn't know. Look, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> just, just gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, I know we heard Daisy Jones and One True Love. One True Love. I was like, what was the other one? Sorry. Yes. yes. What's another one on the list? Okay, it's not by TJR. Shocking. Oh my goodness. Shocking. Mm. But back to my Harry Potter. Ooh. I read Harry Potter for the first time last year. And I'm still in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And I will say the third book, Prisoner of Azkaban, okay. is, was my favorite so far. Yes. Of it. So, I don't know. I feel like I missed the Harry Potter train mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I was in um, sixth grade. Right. And that's when the train was mostly moving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know when the train was mostly moving. <laughs> that's when it moved. I, w- I read it in fifth grade, I think. My fifth grade teacher was like, How have you never read Harry Potter? And you're such a big reader. And so she introduced it to me. Shout out to Mary. Mary. Maybe you'll listen to this, Mary. Yeah, <laughs> we're, right. we're good friends. <laughs> well, and that just shocks me. I remember, I think we were, I was in fourth grade when the movies came mm. out. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like when, when the final movie came out. Maybe mm. I was in fifth grade. So it's just, I kind of miss that train too. Yeah, I, I'm. With, I just started Harry Potter this last year too. We've so got two fresh yeah. Harry Potter yes. readers. Yeah. I love it. Like, have you read all or have you watched all the book or movies? Yes, I have. So I watched the movies before I watched the books, but I also watched them for the first time. Sorry, mm-hmm. I read the books. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched it also in December of 2022. So. Mm-hmm. I had never, for the life of me, watched Harry Potter before up until like no, two same. years ago. I watched it last summer for the first time. Wow, you guys were really just yes. not on we the were, train we at were all. Late. Numerous. You yes. weren't even late. at the station. <laughs> no. And the fact that I didn't know anything that happened in these books besides that yes, Ron I, and Hermione get together yeah. is, is wild. That's wow. it. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, I did this not, is amazing. Yeah, I did not realize Voldemort was literally the villain from day like the book one i thought he was just like a big villain oh my gosh yeah this is so interesting mm-hmm. wow i no. just finished prisoner of azkaban on a week ago 
Yeah, I will say that's my favorite book and my favorite movie of the whole franchise. Mm. Okay. I just love Series Black. Yeah. And I yes. love his relationship with Harry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, especially, like, I guess that was, like, the starting point for them. Mm-hmm. And now, like, for the later books and everything. But I, I didn't love Series so Black as much in the book, though, as I did in the movie. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. I thought he was a little bit more spicy in the book in the sense, he like, was. he's a little bit more into the crime scene than he was yeah. in the movies. Mm. Which I thought shocked me, or shocked me a little bit. Yeah. I also audiobook most of them. Ooh. Because the narrator for the Harry Potter books, he's so good. Oh, okay. But he does do the thing where, like, male narrators for a female mm. voice, like, for Hermione, it's not my favorite thing. A little right. high-pitched. Yes. But when he does Voldemort, I literally Ooh. am like, um, can I turn this off, please? This is really <laughs> scary. <laughs> but I really love him and the way he, like, narrates it. And it just, like, adds, like, little fun music here and there. And oh. I'm just like, am I back in the movies? Yeah, it's like, a yeah. cool experience. That is, so. That's quite nice because reading the books, I can definitely tell it's for sixth graders. Yes. And I think it does take away, even though I love the movies, I did end up loving the movies so much, none of the Harry Potter, Potter books for me have been a five-star yet just because I think of the sixth grade level. Yes. Mm. I, I feel like it's not as – I feel like – with books, usually you get so much more depth compared to the movies, mm-hmm. which Harry Potter, I feel like it's pretty equivalent, which is nice yeah. mm-hmm. for the movie-wise. But uh, when you want a little bit more detail from the books, I just haven't seen that as much in the first three books. Mm. Yeah. What book are you on now, Kim? I just finished Goblet of Fire. Okay. So I'm waiting for um, Order of Phoenix to come. Wow. Libby. For sure. But Sedona. Mm. Any what other books? Okay, I'm going to talk about a popular, a popular one that we all know and love, which is The Seven Year Slip. Yes. I feel that every person I trust to talk about books um, loved The Seven Year Slip, as they should. Mm-hmm. Was that not the sweetest, no pun intended, book you've ever read? Mm-hmm. Yes. It just was so good. I feel like I knew I was going to love it from like the first couple chapters. And I'm somebody who also loves food loves food movies loves like cooking television shows i love to cook i love to bake so i feel like it combined obviously my love for romance novels and also kind of just my love for a little magical realism and food and the way he talks about food and the way he just loves and has his passion for food and for sharing meals with others and cooking and all of that that just really that really took it over the edge for me Mm -hmm. i thought that book was so good and every person i've recommended it to loves and every honestly every time i find somebody new who loves that book i'm so grateful i'm like i'm glad there's just so many of us in the world who love it yeah and i think magic realism is just such an underrated topic and just genre of books and it can go very sticky very quickly Mm -hmm. but if you guys ever seen the movie about time so yes. good i cry very, every time yes very similar concept mm-hmm. um, i never thought about that connection yes wow Which, yeah because i remember watching about time for the first time i was in high school and i was like this movie is so good but nobody's gonna like this because it's such a weird concept mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then when people watch it they love it oh yeah like it's like when you're describing it it's like oh yeah it's a romance movie with time travel is essentially what it is right so it's like 
okay. Like, why would I like time travel mm-hmm. and romance? Like, that sounds a little gimmicky, almost. Right. Yes. Instead of, like, the seriousness of the romance. Mm-hmm. It's not a romantic comedy at right, all. Right, right. It's very just a, a beautiful romance. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you learn a lot through the movie. And the characters learn a lot through the movie. Yeah. And that's similar to About Time that I loved about the seven-year slip is how we go into like our love for our family as well. Yeah. Because in the seven-year slip, she's dealing with the loss of her aunt. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. some of the most impactful passages or quotes from that book weren't even the love, like the romance. It was her talking about her aunt yeah. and her talking about the way that loss affected her. And at the end where she's just like, the love always stays with us. Mm-hmm. Oh my my gosh honestly if you have like lost anybody in your life who you i mean we've all lost people but reading that book and thinking about grief i'm thinking about like the people who i have loved so much who have like left me with something obviously in her case it's a whole magical apartment but even just like memories and thoughts and knowing what they liked and what they wished for me in my life Mm -hmm. oh my gosh tears yeah there's so much more depth in that book besides the romance absolutely so much character development Mm -hmm. at the end Mm -hmm. so much and it all comes together beautifully as well yeah Yeah. i really really like that one the love felt so believable and real obviously it's a little bit i guess you you kind of know what's going to happen, I guess, at the beginning of the book when you know yeah. that there's a boy who's in the apartment. But I don't think, to me, that takes away from how good they are to each other mm-hmm. in those moments in the apartment. I think it's so sweet and so... Uh, sweet how could i describe yeah. it other than just yeah. it was such a sweet book that is just one that i was so happy everyone else loved it as much as i did yeah and if you didn't love it don't tell me that i don't want to hear it i loved it thank you thank <laughs> you kim i'm so glad you loved it too <laughs> honestly it's some books i'm like you know what let me read that one star review let me see what you thought about it but that one i don't even i, I don't even want to know i don't want uh, exactly there shouldn't be any mm-hmm. one star reviews for that book i will take no criticism yeah it was truly beautiful yeah i really loved it i really really did and she's coming out with a new book this year so we're we're gonna have to see where she goes with that one yeah i think in a future episode we'll definitely talk about our most anticipated reads of 2024 yes and i think as we go along we'll just share if we like hit any of those markers and actually start reading so fun to do a little update like uh, where we are in the year Mm -hmm. progress update really excited for some of these that are coming out soon no seriously me too well thank you for listening to our second episode of better than the books we will continue i think our conversation about our top books of 2023 so if you're enjoying then keep listening to episode number three bye bye